to the podcast. My name is Blair Sinta. This is Recording Drums. Uh, all right, this week, Neil Daniels. Um, Neil is a really fun guy, um, super great drummer. Uh, as you'll hear, he's, he's, you know, he's, he loves playing live and he kind of got into the studio thing uh, reluctantly. Um, and I've knew, known Neil for a little while, but he, he caught my eye because during the pandemic, he, he just kind of went in full on, um, recording wise and, uh, was watching his Instagram feed just fill up with microphones and cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're chatting about this and it, it's, it's, this is a really, it's just a fun interview. He's such a, a loose, you know, uh, just a loose, fun dude. So. Yeah, Neil Daniels. If you don't know Neil, he plays, he's been playing with LP for the last few years. Um, LP is a, man, total badass artist. Uh, they do a lot of touring. Um, he's out with her right now. Um, he's also played with Liz Fair, Booker T. Jones, Paris Jackson, uh, Post Malone, Dia Lupa, Darren Chris. Uh, so he's making his way, man. He's got a house out here in LA, uh, just north of uh, LA called uh, place called Somar. Um, that's it. All right. So my recording course is coming up uh, April nineteenth. It starts drum recording expert. Um, it's uh, it's six weeks, two hours a week, two two hours, uh, one class each week for six weeks, uh, top to bottom. Learn how to record. Um, we're talking about getting your drums to sound correctly learning how to mic appropriately, why you would mic certain things and where you would mic certain things. Um, talking about business stuff, uh, working with budgets, um, EQ, compression, all those things. All the questions about recording this crazy instrument, uh, you know, however many drums we have or that we call a drum kit. Um, uh, I will say, I think some people probably think it's 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 maybe there's some sticker shock when they look at it um but it with the amount of instruction and the amount of information uh given i personally feel it's a, it's actually a pretty great deal and you will not have student loans when you're done with this class all right um that's it let's get to neil oh go to my website uh to check it out a lot more information and to sign up uh yeah that's it let's get to neil all right Bye. So my my recollection is that we chatted like a couple years ago, and you were about to buy this place in Sun Valley. Am I? Do I remember that correctly? Same place. It's in uh, Silmar. Silmar. Okay. Right. Weird as Sun Valley. Right. Actually, a friend of mine uh, rented a house in Silmar for a couple years. He's like, mm -hmm. "Oh, it's going to be great." You know, he had a pool and everything. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not like the most walkable, uh, you know, but I'd rather own in Silmar than rent in Highland Park, you know? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. And we have a townhouse, um, which is great for my lady when I'm gone. Cause you know, there's like people that take care of the lawn and like, you know, it's, right. uh, but you, so yeah. you're able to record in a bedroom in a townhouse. Oh yeah, let's get in. I mean, you tell me. I'm ready to spill all the beans, dude. That's it. Let's tell me. I just asked. Let's go. <laughs> well, all right. So, so there's there's only two walls that I'm sharing in this in this whole place. 
one is this room okay of all rooms and one is the bathroom so my neighbor um i've just learned that a bottle of vodka goes a long way <laughs> and and uh, and he likes skybox i'm like jesus christ this is like the greatest neighbor of all time it's cheap and he just like loves it and so i'm just buying him skybox and i know he's definitely not going to listen to this podcast so whatever i mean he's a really nice guy and um he um maybe this is the one that goes viral man you know yeah it might um and so he he uh he really nice family and um they both have like regular jobs. Okay. So they work like nine to five and the kids in school and, uh, they just, they like love music. You know, the bad news is I can't complain when they're like blasting music. Like when I'm trying to like, right. You know, just listen to your Instagram videos or just do something online. I'm trying to concentrate and they're blasting whatever they're blasting. But, um, yeah, so I, I am like the luckiest dude ever. And also, great news about Silmar is that maybe it's a little more like working class folk up here. It's like, I feel like maybe I couldn't get away with this in Silver Lake or something. Okay. Just saying, you know, it's, yeah. it's a clientele up here. It's maybe a little more forgiving. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I, I play all day and I, and I don't really want to play late anyway. Um, sure. But um, I can play from like, I'm like hitting really hard from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. No problem. Uh, wow. I mean, I, and I haven't really done anything. There's a bunch of panels on this wall. I'll show you. And there's this, there's this flooring company called Floorfolio that makes this, um, like MLV flooring that looks like hardwood flooring. Yeah. I did that in my old place. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, so when Kate's downstairs in the kitchen, I mean, it's like, it's really not that loud. Um, and you don't have to watch barely i put uh there's a custom panel over the window okay and i put a sheet of uh like the mass load of vinyl behind that and then and that's to the street so that's good okay and then uh i got a soundproof door um and it's like pretty reasonable for how hard i hit which i know is too hard in most situations <laughs> i mean and it but it sounds cool man and it's like hey, 12 foot slanted ceilings yeah um, I don't have a drum cloud. Like I really didn't do that much. I think it sounds really great. And I like live rock drums anyway. So I guess I could make them sound dead. You know, if that's like the, right. Yeah. You know, I'm new to recording. So the thing I keep hearing is, you know, we're going for that, uh, the Tame Impala kind of right. the vibe. And then I'm like, all right, well, it can't, know, it can't yeah. really get any more dead than it is in this era of pop. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Great. I mean, you know, I got a bunch of towels. Let's do it. <laughs> but I'd, ra I'd rather have like the open room that like maybe some rooms can't do. It's hard to go the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. There's, so there's that's everything, but yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. So I got really lucky. Um, but it's so been, did it's you kind of know that? Did you kind of know that? Or you just kind of like, <laughs> like took a gamble. You know what I mean? Oh, like about playing in the room? Yeah, like playing like your, like your neighbors and all that shit. Like no, like a normal person, I assume that this was impossible. Okay. <laughs> and I, I called uh, you know, uh, the the L.A. Uh, unnamed guy that does all the soundproofing rooms, mm -hmm. and it was like you know, it was going to cost me a lot to like do it properly. Like you know, I because immediately I thought, all right, well, I need 
I need double walls. I need a room within a room. And yeah. Kate's talking. I'm like, you don't understand. Like I need two walls and I need a cloud. She's like, what do you, you know, she, I showed her like the list of how much it was going to cost. And she was like, freaking. I mean, it's insane, you know? Right. And then I just started playing one day and I was like, Hey, does this bother you? Is this like, and he's like, no, man, I love music. So like, go ahead. I'm like, holy shit. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Wow. And then that's when the vodka came and then we're all good. So that's like a, that's like a weekly delivery or a monthly delivery or, or what do you, how, how does that work? No, it's, it's kind of whenever I see him outside and we just start okay. talking, it could be like monthly. Okay. But we're a hey, worth it cheaper than a, a rehearsal space. Dude, that's great. Um, and uh, you can just go to the store and buy a box of it. Have it ready to go, right? Yeah, Costco in bulk, dude. I'm like, I, I buy like, I buy like a bunch of paper towels and Sky Vodka, and the guy at the register is like, <laughs> you're like, oh, he's yeah. like, oh, you again, yeah, you, yeah, the vodka towel paper, your paper towel guy. Um, so it's yeah, it's cool, and I don't want to be here forever, but I mean, I, I feel like for what I have here and for how deep I am in recording, which is not like super deep, but yeah. I feel like for what I do. This is beyond what I need and totally perfect. So were you were you doing stuff before, like on your own? That is before you moved in there. Like, did you? How much gear did you have? Like, what were you doing? What was where were you at? Um, I was the type. I was the the guy in my friend group that avoided recording like the plague. Okay. I, I didn't own a fifty-seven until eighteen months ago. Right. Okay. Um, I had I. I chose not to take pro tools class at llama <laughs> um i i i just avoided it like i'm like tunnel vision stadium stadium stadiums yeah, yeah. like i just i wanted to be that guy and like yeah. come home and record it if i can you know right. okay. but i i i no i didn't know anything about i didn't own pro tools or have anything until the pandemic and then when covid started i just uh i just got everything at once okay um and it kind of went a little nuts with the Sweetwater credit card cool. uh, yep. and just being totally honest yeah and then i just and then i i the first thing i bought was the apollo xap okay and i was like all right that's all i need eight mics plenty mm-hmm. and then within like a day i was like oh geez <laughs> like then then i got so all i have is just the apollo and then i got the audience 880 okay Go on okay. Just another, yeah, eight channels, and then I have the twin as well. Okay. So eight, eight, so I have eighteen channels. Just a ridiculous amount of microphones going on in here for a, a, a you know. Wow, you somewhere. really did go crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, and then, and then like, and and then I just bought it. You know, I, I feel like I'm just informed enough about microphones now where I can like be a part of the conversation, which is cool. Right. So now um, you can yeah right you can stand it you know, whatever, yeah. after any gig and, and kind of understand what, when th- people are throwing random numbers around, you're like, Oh, yeah, I know. oh God. Like that was, that was my worst nightmare. <laughs> like my worst nightmare. Like I'll talk about Megadeth and Metallica all day, but then like, you know, as soon as like any, anyone starts to talk about microphones, I was always the first guy leaving. And now I kind of like, you know, I like it. Yeah. Um, it happened. So. It happens. Yeah. It happened. But then I look at guys like you who are like, you know, I really do it and all the pre outboard gear. And I'm like, knowing, knowing how like crazy I went with buying microphones, I can't get into outboard gear right now. That would be, 
I mean, that would just be crazy. It, I, can't I mean, do it. It, yeah, the upward gear is next level. But you know what? Um, I just feel like with the Apollo stuff, like the the plugins are so good now that I, I mean, I get it when people go virtual. Like, I can have an uh, API set up or a Neve set up in a matter of like you know a few clicks and drags. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone that I've done sessions for doesn't want anything on it anyway. Uh, maybe that's because I, they know that I don't really know what I'm doing. Um, but that's, but actually people just want it dry. You know, it's like, you know, I feel like I have everything that I kind of need. Um, well, I mean, you know, like, you know what you're doing with drums, right? Which is the, which is really the point. I mean, do you feel, so you bought a, a shit ton of mics, you feel like you know what you're doing with them or are you, is it kind of like you're always moving shit around and still figuring it out or what's happening? I, I feel like I have a pretty good hold on what's going on mm-hmm. now. You know, I spent a lot like this, well, tours canceled. And then like at the same time I would click add to cart, you know, <laughs> buying because I heard this from, from someone said this and I just, I stole it, but someone said the key to a happy life is to always have an active tracking number. Wow. Yeah. And Hey, now I'm like reverb, uh, you know, it's like, it's on, it's a bookmark on my, on my Chrome page. I have like Google maps, reverb, and my email. I'm just on reverb all day. And I, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, stuff pretty much stays like where it is. Right. Um, like did, you have, a, did you have like an engineer friend that you were like, like, like the, you know, on the top of your favorite list in your iPhone, like, Bam. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, so many equally like, you know, Kyle fair, like gives me shit about not having any preamps daily. Right. Right. Uh, but like Mike, I have a name. He was, he, t- you know, would talk me through a bunch of stuff. Yep. Was kind of like and say, uh, who else? Uh, Sterling laws. He records a lot. He's great. And then even just watching videos, like the shit you post and like, just the, this, kind of seeing what people are using and you know everyone's kind of used there's like a like a base of like everyone kind of uses the same yeah like um fundamental mics and you know right um i just copied everybody right right and you know just with i guess it just it it works in here and then you know like i know enough now where i can like argue that i don't like certain mics which is really fun like you know i think the 421 is really overrated on Tom's, I like these D58s, which I think you have, right? Those little gooseneck things, or yeah, that. I, I never remember what they're called, the name, the the number, but the biodynamic ones, yeah. Yeah, those are great. They sound great, and they take up no space. I know. I have those. I have those on right now. Those things are so awesome. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, they don't really. Nothing really, uh, really moves in here. So what are you doing mostly, like? Like who's calling you? What, what do you, what do you, I mean, and first of all, like when you started, when you started buying all this stuff, what did you, how did you dive into it? Did you just like write some stuff or were you getting calls or, or how, how'd it go? I, I called my recording friends and just asked, you know, a million questions and like recorded zoom calls and like, you know, like, you know, Mike made me a, a like a really simple template. Okay. So I can kind of get used to that. And I, I bought like a, you know, a few of those Apollo, um, the plug-in packs and then, you know, okay. just started twisting knobs and then, and then I got the galaxy tape echo and I started just turning the lights off and 
taking edibles and playing with the, you know, the tape echo for hours. You know, that was, that really, that. And you don't even need edibles for that. So that's even cooler. Yeah. I know. Then I was like, man, this recording's great. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. All right. I'm going to ask that question again, but I'm going to be more specific as far as music. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, And were, were people like, Oh shit, we're all home. Right. Were people calling you immediately like Neil, I know you're home because I'm home. Were you playing on something like what like what was happening there? And as far as that stuff. Uh, yeah, I got calls like kinda, I really put myself out there in the recording world and got calls mm-hmm. kind of right away. Okay. And it was just for like friends that were doing stuff at home, producing things and just wanted, you know, or like, you know, I got I think the first thing I ever did was a buddy of mine had like a drum loop where he wanted like real drums over the, okay. the loop. And I, that was like, the first thing I remember doing. And just all random stuff, but I guess I'm known for maybe more like the rock thing. So I got, you know, calls for rock drums. And I, and I listened back to some of the stuff I did earlier and, I, you know, I just a massive learning curve. Totally. But I just jumped that, right in. Yeah. That never ends too. Right. It's like oh my God, stuff yeah. I did a year ago and I'm like, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But just random, random things here and there, but they, you know, those same people keep calling. I mean, that's a good thing. You know, there's been like consistent recording work while I've been home. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the part of that question? I forgot. Well, th- th- that was it really. Like, what did you start to record? Like, or did you start to write stuff too? Like, were you trying to go for like specific things or were you, was it more like, I mean, I, I'm sure you had the, the basic concept down of like, okay, you know, I'm going to set these drums up because, you know, I've seen all your stuff on, online and like, you, like Gretsch kits and all like, like you have the, the raddest drum kits, right? So Thanks, yeah. I knew what you were going for when you'd set them up. I'm just, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wanted to, I, everyone was like, that I saw online, a, a lot, most everything was like dead drums like dead towels and like i just made a joke early on like no towels allowed just like i just want shit to ring and then i learned that like well, that really doesn't work <laughs> i like i like it though i like the yeah like i bought jason mcgur's craviato kit uh-huh uh and that kit's amazing but like in in this room it's like it needs room to breathe like it's so ringy mm-hmm in a great way but like you know if you put like a million pieces of gaff and roots and cute things on it then the, i mean it, the kit can be anything at that point you right. know so i just uh you know i experiment a lot with with a more experimentation with different drums rather than mics yeah um did you start to get geeky pretty quick about like uh like like hearing a sound and going like oh like either chasing that sound or chasing it with a certain drum or what was your approach? Yeah. Mostly with, with snare drums, mm-hmm. snare drums, like this fat, it's fascinating how bad they can sound. It's, you know, I'm just like, that was like my biggest, like, it sounds great in the room. I was like, why so much high? It just took me forever to like figure out like, you know, different snare techniques. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I, I, I'm not in here like geeking out a lot, you know, I'll get called for something and then I, I just, I geek out over that song and when it's done, then I'm, I'm kind of done. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like the, the recording guy. I think like this for me, 
more than anything has helped me playing live. That was my next question, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like just communicating with the monitor guy, like properly, you know, and like being able to speak that language has, is worth every penny I've spent on gear more than like sitting here geeking out, like moving mics, like, you know, just having a, an in-ear setup with like a full drum kit mic'd up, ready to go in 30 seconds is like the best thing that's ever happened to me, you know, in the music world. Cause you just practice with like a full on in-ear mix Right. And it's made me such a better drummer live. I feel like I'm like where I sit with a click live has improved massively since COVID started just from having a recording set up. Um, yeah, that that's, was a lot. Sorry. that's no, that's an interesting point. Like for me, it's always like, um, you know, usually when I get off tour, I have to learn to like relax again, sit back mm -hmm. a little more. Because, you know, on purpose live, you're, you're maybe pushing a little more, just hitting harder. Like I hit harder. I hit less hard, I should say, in the studio. And when I play live, I'm, you know, in a big space, I hit harder. And I usually yeah, just push, pushing more and not really giving a shit too much about the click unless you're, you know, with mm -hmm. a loop or something. Right. Yeah. So you're just, you know, you'll push the click a little more. But then there's that there's that readjustment when you get back to the like to the to the studio. But. Are you finding yeah. that like, does, do you find that other people are noticing that yet? Like with you, like, like the band? I, I think so. Cause I've been with LP since, you know, I, a year and a half before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, I mean, no one's like come up and said, wow, like you see, you know, you're sitting so much better with the click. I mean, I, I just know that like songs that I used to play just feel easier and I don't think it's because I've just been playing him for a little while. I mean, I think it's just because I just, you know, I just record a bunch when I'm home and then I practice with like with a full on, you know, in your, you know, setup like, like I would have live and that it just over time, I think it just helps. Yeah. You, your awareness feel, becomes greater because you're hearing everything in the moment. Right? Yeah. And like, and I'm more aware, even like just hitting stuff at different levels live, but I'm just like aware of how stuff you know, how microphones work and especially like going to a, a, a studio, like I'm way more aware. Whereas before when I never even thought I would own a studio and hope that I would never own a studio, then I, I would, I just have no idea what I'm, what I'm, you know, you know how to like record drums, but you think right. of it in a way when, you know, once you start really messing with stuff, um, I mean, your whole perspective turns upside down, dude, it, it really does. And, and I just appreciate really nice mics and yeah. And you know, engineers start to like you more. They do. Yeah. And, and I just like being able to like be, I like being able to sit in that combo of yeah. microphones. I just, I enjoy it. I geeked out a lot over, you know, I watched so many YouTube videos and just everything over COVID. So, um, uh, I just fucking blanked. Um, what was I going to say? Ah! I don't know. I'm going to move on from what was in my head. Let's can it, sure. Since we're on video here, why don't you show me a little what's yep. going on in there? What do you got? I'd love to. That's why I'm on my phone so I can check right. it out. So I'll start with the um, with this side. You know, some spare little ditties over here. You got and, your uh, stripes, dude. I love it. 
pinstripes all the way, dude. Like live studio. It's just so great. Oh, colors sound great. This is an eighties Gretsch. Um, nice. This was actually Andy Sinisi's kit. Hi, okay. Andy. One of my favorite drummers ever. And he, uh, yeah, this is a 24, 13, 16. I'm, I'm, I just switched to Peisty. Oh, wow. Um, cool. And these are the signature traditionals and some goodies. Um, what do you mean? Go over a whole little thing here? The I mics mean, you and- know, as geeky as you want or not, whatever, you know? Well, let's go. I love this. Is, I, I love this RE20 yep. so much. It, it always I like it. In, yeah, I love it in, in that cross position. And I got a 201 on yep. the snare. Yep. I got a 441 on the bottom. Mm, cool. Yeah. SM7. Mm-hmm. Hats. I got these ribbons. Yep. Uh, for overheads and 160s. Yep. And I love these because I don't have a cloud. And yeah, I had the coals. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I had the coals and I returned them because I was just getting basically two room mics. Yep. Um, and these are these just sound so great. And just you know, whatever that is at four four fifty one. Four fifty one, yeah. The ride. yeah. Um, and then uh I got just a uh, fifty two in the kick, and then this is the United FET forty seven. Oh, I didn't know they made one. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I haven't compared it obviously to the Neumann one, but I can't imagine it's a, a three thousand dollar difference. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm never gonna find out. Right. And this is a custom uh, sub kick made by Dennis Lafang. I hope I'm pronouncing his his last name right. Great studio drummer. Okay. Um, LA and, guy. Um, Where's he from? L- yeah, he's an LA guy. I don't know him. Was right. well, um, and then. You hear those great Tom mics? Yeah, those deep fifty eights, and that's pretty much it. So here's my like, here's what I do. So I'll, um, you know, I'll I'll play away, and then here's where I have my right there. Yeah, we got my the here's the Apollo, and then that's the audience. Mm-hmm. That's hooked up eight at to the Apollo, and then I have my little computer here, so I can just play and then do editing here, and then I'll just top up. And then I have a HDMI, I have a computer here, and then another screen here. Okay. And then I can sit and edit here instead of behind the drum kit. So everything's like pretty, you know. So the so the monitor and the keyboard next to your next to your drums are running off the computer that that's at your desk, correct? It's running off my laptop. It's run. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So then I have like a HDMI splitter, so one goes to this monitor. Uh, and then one goes to this monitor. Okay. Um, and then you gotta love the dedicated over, you know, overpriced percussion mic here. Ah. Yep. This is yep. the the SCRNR one. Nice. Uh, I got a little cascade fat head over the shoulder. Yeah, I like that. And then uh, oh, I forgot this little room-ish mic. This um, the SCVR two. Is that stereo? Nope. Okay, so you're nope. in a mono um, room. Yep, just right in front of the kit, and then the good old 421 against the wall. Oh, interesting. From, How does that wall yeah. sound? It sounds like a shitty wall, but I guess that's the point. <laughs> um, so that's basically it. And then, well, yeah. So here you're getting that you're getting that, that, that townhouse drywall sound that not oh, everybody dude. is able to get. 
Come on, that's Silmar sound. <laughs> that's Silmar sound. <laughs> um, are you, diving, I just are you have, diving into EQ yet? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I'm not like a, you know, could I explain to someone what 4K is without like cracking a smile? Probably not. Okay. Um, you know, uh, and uh, but I, I I love that 560 EQ. I have it on like almost everything. Okay. Um, and um. You know, I could I could dial in like my toms, but if I need a little more beef, like I know how to do that with that, like you know. Okay. You know, hard to explain, but if I see it, I can you know I can move stuff around. And, okay. And did you spend some YouTube time doing that, or is that really just like your ears telling you like what's up? Really, it's just like your drummer ears can tell you like yeah. when the tom just sounds like shit. Really, I mean, you know, I feel like people just don't trust their ears enough. It's like same thing with tuning. Like, you know, you can just trust yourself a little more and just, just tune it up. Yeah. So it sounds good. So I'm um, curious, why did you decide to set up like the short way as opposed to the long way in the room? Uh, that's a great question. That's a great question. I, I, I think I was more concerned about where this desk was going to fit. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I was just like, you know, looking at the room I, and that's just where they, that's just where they went. Okay. I never even like put a kick or I never put a kick around the room and like hit it in different spots. I just kind of, I just set it up okay. you know? and it sounds good. I mean, I really like didn't put that much thought into like, maybe because I didn't think this was actually going to work. Right. Sure. You know, sure. I was like, this is not going to, you know, this is not going to last. And then it did. And then the drum sounded good. And you know, there's no like boinginess in here. It's pretty dead for how, not many panels were up, you know. I got this and let me show you this because this is a, I stole this from Mike Avenue, sort of, mm. but it's like a panel and then a diffuser and then panel diffuser. I'm sure that helps a lot. It does. I probably should have one behind the throne, but I mean, you, know. you could go crazy with those things, but yeah, I know. I I want so many. Then I got this that thing up there, which probably doesn't do anything, but it looks really cool. No, that probably does do something, and it looks cool. <laughs> it looks so really cool yeah and then and then i just had these cheap little mo these adams monitors that sound great i feel like i don't need you know yeah ATCs in here or something you know yeah i, and have, I have some, some adam a7s that are great yep yeah they sound awesome and then i got this this kemper here for my guitar yeah. doodly deeds right so are you writing uh, are you writing are you chunking riffs what's happening yeah yeah let's go i'm trying i'm uh you know I have a, a, a side metal band with my uh, with the guitar player in LP. He plays drums, and I play guitar and sing. Nope. And uh, that's that's my uh, my frustration project from sharing a bus with twelve people. You know, so we just get back and we just we just rock. So does that mean you're writing your um, writing lyrics about like Lord of the Rings and stuff, or what's happening? Like no, no, just like <laughs> you know, we we have a, there's a bunch of uh, vegans on our which is great i tried it you know it's i can't do it but so we wrote a song called no milk no sugar no no fun <laughs> that's our that's our hit song and um you know just a bunch of this funny stuff you know i got this um lp's uh, guitar tech uh, made me this uh telly and it says torben nice the, look at that you know named after Lars's dad 
Nice. <laughs> My favorite tennis player. I also, it's funny. I also used to have a duo metal band. Really? And I'm really drawing some blanks right now, but man, we have some funny songs. We had a song about Abe Lincoln. Yeah. See, perfect. We had a song called Eaten by a Beak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. And you play drums. Terrible way to go. No, I play guitar. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's fun, right? I mean, just like. Yeah, so we also had a, we had also had a good uh, uh, song called "Mauled by a Bear." So there's a theme, you know. Nice, just just aggression. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or whatever that is. <laughs> more, more like humor, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, any anything just to, to have some sort of fun and creativity while while you're home and shit. Well, just turn up an amp really loud and make a lot of noise. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Before this was a studio, this was Kate's office. Oh, and I had, I was in like a, like right when that pandemic started, I had a, a total guitar phase and I bought a couple half stacks. I had two half stacks in here. I had a, a Marshall JCM 800 for this stack. And then I had this EVH 5150. Oh. Like I, I was like, I was going, I even, I bought a Piaggio Vespa uh, scooter. I was like, I was, I was going, this is all pre buying a, a 57 microphone. You know, right. I had no microphones, right. just doing anything to avoid the inevitable, you know? Um, I don't know, man. I like fun. that. I like that path too. I like that path. Yeah. Yeah. It all led to, you still have the Vespa, death. I hope. I sold the Vespa because we, uh, we did a little kitchen remodel and, ah. and that funded, uh, maybe a quarter of, of that. Right. You could, you, you could know? use that now with the gas prices though. No, well, we got a Prius, so we're, we're not hurting so bad. Um, but yeah, man, but that's that's like pretty much it. I mean, it's it's simple, but it sounds really good, and it's really nice just to be able to just to know that I can record, you know, within a minute, and have like I have a great drum template and everything's yep. set up ready to go. And I feel just like I feel happy. So, are you, you know? gonna? Um... Since you're based off your laptop there, are you going to take anything on the road with you? Are you? Do you feel the urge to like be able to nerd out God, on no. us? Hell no. God no. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many? Do you know how many people in this band have have twins stood up backstage? I'm like, dude, I'm trying to eat my fucking pastrami sandwich. I got, there's cables everywhere. Uh, I can't join that. There's like, the, you know, the front and back lounge, there is covered in interfaces. Everyone's recording something. I, I, no way am I joining that train. Not a chance. No, I bring my computer to look up where I'm going to eat lunch. Um, and that's all I bring. Never say never, Neil. Never say never. I know. You know what? And I, you're right. You're right. Cause, uh, you know, but I'm not like, I don't really, I'm not like composing things. I'm not like making, you know, I'm not, mm -hmm. a lot of the guys in the band are, have been successful with like licensing things and they're singers and they have their own like actual thing. They're writing demos and stuff, but. Um, I see. I know. see. What you're really telling me is your, your dedication to your metal band is not really that strong. It just feels good to do it like in my underwear at home, you know? <laughs> So, I mean, that's a certain um, type of dedication. That's different. Vo Sky vodka and underwear metal is like a <laughs> Sky vodka. God bless that man. <laughs> um, he's been so nice. Um, yeah, some are some are folk or good people. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, we leave tomorrow, and um, yeah, we're doing all the. I think you're, I think you're gonna miss it, man. 
How long? How long's the tour? Uh. Well, I don't want to be that guy and say all my dates and then have everything cancel again. But uh, we are leaving tomorrow until we get back April 2nd for a week. And then we start the U.S. tour. Okay. And then go straight to Europe. So it's basically, you know, minus that week we're home. It's from tomorrow till August. Yeah, you're going to miss it. I guarantee it. Miss what the the sky vodka or the recording? No, no. you're recording. I think you're gonna miss it. I think halfway I, through you're gonna send me a text and you'll be like, "Dude, check out my interface." <laughs> That's oh my god! Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I if I do that, oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know I, I I do just miss like like when I do go away. I do it, just being able to wake up and come in here and like just rock is really great. Um, and I, I do miss that, but I, I, you know, again, I mean, my, my tunnel vision is live yeah. touring. So I, I want to be that guy. I hear you. I mean, the th- for me, it's like always great when I'm on the road to like take a break, you know, cause I always feel like my creative juices start going and it's like, Oh man, when I get home, I want to do this and this and this, mm-hmm. and because it becomes the touring becomes so myopic and you know, you're playing the same drums every night, the same songs, blah, blah, blah. That like, you're like, oh, I can't wait to do this when I get home. I can't wait to do this. So it's almost like stored up creativity. Yeah, so when you let me ask you, when you when you go on, on the road, then do you like when you come back to your studio and you sit down to your kit, is your first thought, oh my God, this kit sounds fucking amazing? Or are you like, oh God, I missed that that touring kit just sounds so much better? Which way do you which way do you land? Uh I think it's, I think for me, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to play a different set of drums. Ah, how often do you switch drums out? Like every song. Oh my God. Yeah. Like my, I don't have a kit that stays up for usually more than like three days. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Cause you, I mean, you're like, you're deep in it. I mean, and obviously like, yeah, I mean, you're, uh, I feel like you're, you, you've built up like a name of like being like a really respectable recording drummer and we can do that i mean I, I i i don't do that i don't switch out stuff that often i mean i will but um <laughs> you know you're, you're respectable neil i'm just here to tell you you're very respectable man <laughs> i appreciate it i i uh i like you know and it's like the drums are like downstairs you know i gotta like bring them up and then that's like, a thing that's a thing yeah you know it's like yeah. shit because yeah, i feel like I, i've never been in your spot which is crazy but i'm assuming you have like a little the closet or something in there where you keep all my drums are in the same room so like if i switch out kick kick drums they're like eight feet away you know okay that's great yeah i gotta like go downstairs and then the problem is it's right like i have all the kick drums under the stairs kate kate is an angel okay i i got all the bass drums under the stairs mm-hmm. and then in the closet all the floor toms and the toms live and the extra snares and stuff so i gotta like walk by the kitchen to get the tom and then that means that i got there's like hummus in the fridge you know and like and then by the time i start eating then i'm like then i get a coffee and then i get a call and then it's all fucked up so like the fact, you know I mean? like the fact that you have stuff in your room i get it is, i get it's it it's huge i trust me anytime i go in the house it's like it's like a, a two-minute break turns into a 22-minute break and like yeah 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 oh, yeah but i i'm trying i guess back to your earlier question like like searching for sounds and stuff I, I it's cool to be able to get that with the same the same kit you know i feel like i can and especially with different symbols yeah you know towels are, are cool you know you, you can think, do a lot of stuff so do you think with lp 
Oh, you guys playing any new music on this tour? She just put out a new record. Okay. Everything is new. Okay. Um, yeah. So do you think that like with your live approach, as opposed to like just, you know, hitting the drums and being able to communicate, you know, with the sound guys that mm-hmm. you're going to take an approach of like manipulating sounds in during the gig at all with those kind of, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, I think this, you know, this is like, uh, this gig is, a, it's, it's rocking. So like a lot of like her pop oriented stuff, we definitely like, it is like way more live. Okay. So the stuff that like should be manipulated is played on the SPD. Okay. And as far as like putting like stuff on the snare, I mean, you know, I have triggers on everything. Um, so it like, you know, I'm not really changing. Like I'm not thinking about doing things to change the sound. It's more like I have triggers if something needs to happen. If, if, the verse really needs that kick sound. I had like the the spare pedal, the KD10 to my right. Okay. Um, Do you set all that stuff up? Is that is that your zone? Like the sounds and the triggering and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I should say, yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it depends on the musical director. You know, like the our the new Max Bernstein came in and. and and rearrange all these songs for us this time. And it was great. And he's more like a rock guy like me. So there's not as much SPD like in this tour setup, mm. but um, yeah, like, we'll like, you know, I'll tell him or we'll talk about like what sounds we think are important, you know, in certain songs and we'll just chop them up. Like I can, the great thing is with Pro Tools now, I know how to chop up samples, which is great now. Like that, such a small thing, but that I feel like that saves whoever I'm working with so much time. And it's just like another, another skill to add to the, yeah to the basket, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and then also having, you know, knowing pro tools now, if they send, and you know, and most of the time they send stems of the record or whatever. And I never used to be able to really dissect it. Mm-hmm. And now I can load everything up and like look at everything separately and like solo things. And it's like, that's also really helps in the, in the live setting. Like I really know what's going on more. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great, man. Yeah. I don't know. What do you got going on? Uh, it's busy right now. It's good. You know, I'm- I always see you recording with different mics and drums. I'm like, man, this guy must drink a, six pots of coffee a day to switch all this shit out. It's, it's incredible. Fresh pots, man. Um, Fresh pots. yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, the, the pandemic got me actually teaching this specifically more as opposed to teaching drums, just teaching recording. So I just, I just finished my f- a six week class that I built. I saw that. That's yeah. great. And that went well, that was cool. So I'm just trying to get this, the podcast going a little again, I'm kind of anchored at home right now due to various things and uh, mm-hmm. just just working around town trying to play. I, I miss playing out, but I'm I'm playing in town a little more than I normally do, which is fine. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I I just want to go, 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 go. Yeah. Travel. I, I really miss, um, I, man, I haven't been in Europe in a long time. I'd really love to go to Europe and just, you know fuck off there for a while Puts, puts around yeah it's it's yeah. fun it's fun yeah i mean they yeah i i love lp this gig is it's the traveling is great and it's comfy and 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with all the, you know, it's like good traveling. It's like cool places. And the shows are cool and everything makes sense. Yeah. I mean, she's, so, she's badass. I've seen some stuff online. She's totally fucking throwing down. So. Yeah. Yeah. LA show is at the Greek May 21st. Sweet. Um, I say that like I can just get people tickets, but you know, how that goes. LA shows. I won't ask. <laughs> it, yeah. it would be great, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. the LA thing is like, LA shows are the worst because like everybody and your mother's there and you, you can't th- even think about the music because you're trying to like just make sure everybody's happy, you know, with shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. It's like, and then my luck, you know, Eddie Vedder will be watching side stage who, who knows, some some guy like that. Make, actually, that's the nervous I've ever, most nervous I've ever been was playing Ohana Fest and Eddie Vedder watching right behind me. He's like, what, you know, my hero, main hero. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, is it, yeah, something happens. I don't know what goes, something, you know, like you ever get this thing, this, this tension here, like sometimes like this muscle right here, I feel like I'm just like, I don't know, nerves or something happens and this thing just tenses up and I'm like, I don't know. I have other muscles that tense up, but I try not to talk about it. So. Oh yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm hopefully, I'm hopefully, I'm hopefully, uh, I don't know. I mean, how old are you? Is that can we answer that on I'm, podcast? I don't give a shit. I'm 48. 48. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look great. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I'm older than you realized, right? You're like, what? No, no. I mean, I I feel like I, most of my friends, I like well over 50 percent are, are way older. I just feel like I hang out with, I don't know, the drummer community is just like older, cooler dudes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so. I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm finally friendly, friendly with some people in their thirties, you know, and it's like some people that I found in their thirties that are cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's a few. Yeah. A few. Yeah. I hope I'm your friend. I'm, I'm, I'm in my thirties. <laughs> um, we don't hang it out enough, but you're my friend. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I feel like I haven't really hung out with, with, I mean, it's been like, I mean, what do you do? We've been I mean, really careful. Yeah, no, I, I actually went to a show for the first time, like a proper show, like a club. Like I went to uh, the uh, Novo Theater the other night. Oh, did you see Turnstile? I saw, I saw uh, this band called the Marias. Mm. Um, they were mm. fucking great. Uh, but really? that's the first time I've stood in a room with a few thousand people in a couple of years, you know. Pretty wild, right? Yeah, and it was like half people, half the people were wearing masks and half weren't, and I was just like, "Well, fuck it, it's time to get out, yeah. man." Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's it's crazy. My the the craziest thing for me is traveling on an airplane internationally, and everyone's wearing a mask. You have the one guy that's like sleeping with it, like as a face mask, like this. You know, like, <laughs> there's definitely always that guy. And then ever so they're so strict about all the masks on the plane, right? And then they say. And for dinner, we have pasta or beef. And then at the same time, 600 people take out their masks off and are, are chomping away. I mean, the whole thing makes no sense. But, right. Um, it's all, you know, it's all just recirculating within two yeah. minutes. Like all over. Yeah. It's like, what? It's yeah. crazy. But uh, we're, you know, we're hanging in there. Well, man, I'm glad you're going to go work, you know, and go do your thing. Get back out. Talk. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm dying to. I'm yeah. dying to. It's been a long couple of years. But blessing in disguise, though, because this certainly would have never happened and I, um, I'll have this stuff for the rest of my life. So I'm yeah. definitely happy about that. You got a D12 too. Yeah. 
I had a D12E. Okay. Uh, and then I sold it. Okay. Because I, I was an idiot. I was like, ah, oh, this doesn't sound. I just, you know, that's like one of those things. Like I had, like, I bought so much stuff and I didn't know, you know, like I was just like buying shit. And I'm like, ah, oh, this, I was like looking for that like instant magic out of the box, right. you know? Right. And, and I just didn't really find it with that. So I sold it, you know, for whatever reason. Like I had a bunch of Soyuz, there's Soyuz, Soyuz. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff sold all that stupid, you know? I, uh, you know, I had coals, but I think I, I should have kept the coals, but you know, they were just, they didn't work in the room. Oh, that's, I mean, that's the thing you, you figure out, like there's some things, I mean, I have the same issue. It's like trying to get dry stuff and figure eight mics, pick up all the stuff you don't want when you're trying to go dry. So fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Those M one sixties are are awesome. Yeah. And are great for so many cool things. I mean, I, I know everyone puts it on a high app, whatever, but you know, they're, they're, they're cool overheads. <laughs> But now you know. See, now I know. I can even make a stupid joke about it. Now. Exactly, People yeah. are like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I watch like Aaron Sterling's videos. I'm like, I mean, you know, this shit's amazing. But it's like, you know, I'm sure like a lot of that magic is like, you know, post editing, which I, you know, I'll get there with, you know, making stuff sound cool. And, you know, but the good news is um, no one that pays me ever wants anything to sound like that, you know? So I can just send cool, this nice in phase dry drums. And that seems to work. The other thing I was going to mention is like, if, if some people that want to hire me for something, don't really know what they're doing necessarily. They're not like crazy recording engineer and enthusiast. I can, I have a little more freedom to like make it sound like how I think it should sound. And generally that you ever do that? Like you ever send stuff like kind of mixed, like how you think it should sound. Oh dude, that's what I do all the time. Yeah. Like literally all the time. Yeah. Or do you ever send them like totally bone dry and then like another thing yep. of like affected dry, like two sets of like, you know, That's I do my, that sometimes too. My, my whole system is set up to be able to be like, this is how I think it should be, but you don't have to use it like that if you don't want to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I started to do that. That's cool. And that helps me too. Like, and then if they really like it, then I kind of, yeah, you know. it helps you learn too. It helps you learn like, well, giving options and also just the, the possibilities. Yeah. 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 I bought way too many plugins and, you know, it's, there's a million on my, you know, I don't even, I just type a letter and then it's a million things pop up and then I click and then it says demo expired. I'm like, fuck the one thing I wanted. You know? There's another 300 just, bucks. Click. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, this is what a money hole, man. It's just like, I had no way. I mean, I did know, but I really didn't yeah. know. And that's why I'm afraid to dive into to, um, outboard gear. Cause I know that's just, yeah, that's just going to be, I'm brutal. I also don't have space for it really. Yeah. You know, but when I do, it's going to be, you know, I mean, space, space is the space is the key component, you know, but there's a lot of tracking numbers involved with outboard gear. So. Yeah. 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 One day <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm a, you're, you put me in the spiral. I'm like, oh, see, now, God. see now, now this is maybe this is what's going to be having on, on, on week seven of tour reverb. On the bus, on your week phone. seven, yeah. dude. Day one, I'm like, <laughs> I'm buying. I'm on reverb. I have you, should, dude. My my watch list <laughs> is so long, just so much shit. Like all the good shit, like Josephson E22s. Like I want like ten of those fucking things. You know what I'm talking about? I even have, I even have this. This is how much. This is how bad I want those mics. Oh wow! 
I just have a poster of one. That's new. That's just a reminder. I've never seen that happen. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. It says, look, I'm Steve Albini in a bear suit. And I use the E22S <laughs> mics on literally every session. And then I just I just look at that and I'm like, all right, well, that's good enough for now. You're, you're, um, are you an Albini freak? I'm not an Albini freak. I think he's super cool. And I love that open letter to Nirvana. And I love, uh, you know, well, did he do in utero? Is that his yeah. thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, it's not like blowing my mind with drum sounds or whatever, but you know, I, I think that record sounds great. I think he did. Did he do Pinkerton too? I, I don't want to say yes, but I, I don't really know. I, but probably. I haven't thought about that record in a long time. I got to go listen to that record again, man. I love that record. Um, it's just like those mics. Similar sonic zone of just open and just open and awesome. Yeah, his room is is ridiculous. I've seen all his videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just see like I see that mic floating around, you know, in like really, really nice studios. I'm just like, oh yeah, and, you know. And it's like some people don't even know those exist. Like those, you know, it's kind of like a a secret my I don't know. I just feel like they're not, it's not as popular, obviously, as like a 421 or something, you know? Right. It's also five times the price. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, I didn't, the, the, uh, the most, like, crazy mic I have, uh, nothing, really. Probably this one. Which I really like, this old one. Oh, the, uh. The old 545 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I used to have two, the, they both bit the dust. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, this one's cool. I like it. It's in, like, amazing shape, you know. Yeah. But I think that 201 has better isolation, better hi-hat. Um, yeah. And it sounds, I mean, but I don't know. I feel like this one just looks cooler, so I use that. It does look cool. I used to use it on a bottom snare a lot, those. Mm. Do you ever find that, like, when people come over, that people just listen with their eyes, and they're like, oh, cool, so this is going to be great. Oh, dude. Are you kidding I mean, yeah, I mean that's what happened. That's what I found out. Early. Oh yeah. Well, not only that. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole thing of like looking. You know, does it feel good? Well, let's look. Let's let's yeah. see on the grid if it feels good. You know, mm-hmm. or or, I mean, I actually I actually had that conversation. You know, over text with an engineer last week because I was going out to a session. I was going to bring some DW stuff, and my you know my stuff sounds gr- like great. Like it's tuned well and. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, th- there's a there's a the stigma that DW has because they got popular in the early 2000s. And like the collector series has, you know, kind of a scooped modern sound. But the stuff I own is like, you know, different woods and things like that. But the old uh, Keller shells or whatever. Right. Or, or the, the jazz series stuff, which is kind of like they kind of sound like Gretsch drums, but more modern. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to see DW. A lot of, you know, a lot of people don't want to see a DW logo because right. immediately it puts a, a thing in their head of like how those things are going to sound. That's interesting. You know, and it's it's just not the like coolest thing to show up with, you know. I mean, if it sounds good, it is good. I mean, Keltner plays but, DW, but, you know, he's Keltner, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, they just want to see they just want to see his name on the on the yeah. record or you know, they're like oh yeah it's gonna sound great yeah but for me i know if i showed up with my stuff it's gonna sound it's gonna sound really good and it's gonna do the thing that it's supposed to do for the tune just because i know what to do with it 
but there you know there is a i i get it in a certain way like you want like quote-unquote vibe you know but mm -hmm. you know sometimes you got to show up with the right stuff that looks right you know for people yeah hear, for people to hear it correctly you know oh i i totally agree that's all that goes with the other thing i was mentioning like just showing up and knowing more like showing up with a drum kit like that you know i know is going to sound good under whatever mics in whatever room yeah the appropriate heads i, I love those pinstripes dude yeah i love so, pinstripes yeah i love ambassadors too i know i know but like the yeah the pinstripes they sound great if you're going so for low to, and dead why why would you not go pinstripe because you're i know you're three so quarters of the way there already i just feel like the, like the real like recording guys are like yeah killing ambassadors that's it yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, but like, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like pinstripes in the 80s were everywhere. You know, you see videos of Gad or Vinny or whoever playing pinstripes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like the recording customs, like those yeah. were all with pinstripes. And I, I think that Andrew Shreve from Gretsch told me that pinstripes came stock on 80s Gretsch kits okay. like out of the factory. Like, all right, that's cool. And I have a ton of 80 scratch kits, my favorite kit ever. And, you know, there are pinstripes on every single one of them. Wow. They're all clear? All clear, too? All clear. Yeah. I do the coded Power Stroke 3 and the kick. Yep. Live, I'll do like a, a, a clear Power Stroke 3, coded control sound on the snare always. I just had the same. I have a million pinstripes laying around. The other thing is, I just switch sticks to rocks. Okay. Yeah, it was big for rock. You know about, about these sticks? I took one lesson with with Dave Elich, uh recently, and I I started. I I ate a bunch of tacos all of a sudden, and then I I switched to big for <laughs> rocks. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, man, <laughs> money well spent. Wait, wait, so tell me why why the stick switch? No, well, Dave is he's you know he's a great friend and a hero of mine, and he's like you know he. I just, I, I just, I hit, I, you know, I hit hard and yeah. I feel like I was just getting like weird pain, not like bad. I, I feel like I have pretty good technique, but I feel like I was just getting like random, like weird pain when I was really going for it. Okay. And I have come to, and he brought it up that like, I think I was just gripping too hard with smaller sticks and I was still using five B's, but these rocks are like, I think a little thicker than a two B and yeah. longer. Yeah. They're fucking oh, huge, dude. Wow. They're huge. And, um, but they feel so nice. Yeah. I mean, that's all me. I, I just ordered a bunch. They got here today. There's like, they're just, they're, they, you don't have to do as much. They yeah. just kind of flow. And like, I can like get so much airtime. Yep. And I can just be loose. And it totally like changed. He was right. He just like let me a pair to try these. And, and I used them. And yeah. I, I, used, uh, I used 2B extremes when I was playing with Atlantis back in the day. Yeah, that's probably exactly what this is. Maybe just a touch thicker. Okay. Yeah, they were like really long. And that was the thing. I could, you could like wind up and you had, it just felt right for the wind up. Yeah. Yeah. Here, the top one is a, a two. Well, this is going to be really hard, but yeah. like the, <laughs> you, can, you can see. Does that does that do anything on camera? Probably. I mean, not. they you know they look like a nice pair of sticks. <laughs> well, this is a this is the five B. You know, whatever. This is it's just so big. And you know, I I like I 
I grip like way back. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And, you know, I always start like, you know, I start on the flag, like, you know, like a good boy. And then I <laughs> like first, first backbeat, I'm like, fuck, I'm like way back and like playing way back on these. Yeah. You just get so much, like so much airtime. They just um, feel weighted correctly. They, they do. They're just, they're thick and they just feel so nice. And, and since I switched and we've been rehearsing for two weeks with LP, I haven't felt a single ounce of pain, anything. The only pain I felt was, was looking at my dented drum heads. Oh, from the rocks. Yeah. They yeah. fucked that shit up bad, but they're huge. But that also tells me that like, I mean, the sound I'm getting is way bigger too. Um, it's just like a more, it's just, you know, naturally cause it's a right. stick is twice big. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, just hitting harder, getting a way more full sound. Right. So I ordered a bunch of medium weighted rocks for the studio mm. and then the heavy ones for live. I like that concept of having the same stick, but with, with different weights like that. Cause it doesn't mess with your, your signal path to your brain. It cause it, yeah. And if anything, I can hit softer with the rocks. Yeah. Cause I, it's like thicker, more control. I don't know. I mean, I, I like him. So that was, you know, if anything from that lesson I took away, you know, that was, that was great. Elitch so, knows. He does, man. He's kicking ass. He is, he is super knowledgeable. I mean, it's, it's crazy about that stuff, about pain and the whole getting out of your way concept is great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just needed, I needed, I felt like I just needed to go. I, if I, it scares me if I feel anything, any pain. Oh you know? yeah. No, because especially on tour, because you can't stop. And if you're feeling pain, it's only going to get worse. So, yeah. 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 Those help. If anyone is feeling in pain, yeah. Check them out. Yeah. I mean, so. Like, like yeah, Dave yeah. needs any more plugs, but let's talk about how great Dave is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave is just, man. Yeah. Now I just find myself like I'm just dreaming of Taco Zone and uh-huh and yeah i i the last night i brought over a few jewish delicacy treats and you know it was just yeah we just you know just two jewish drummers they're just doing the thing you know paradiddles and tacos and yeah and then humantashen rock yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) jewish desserts i brought man i just yeah even in rehearsals i just bring it i always just bring in black and white cookies just creates the vibe you know really bond over a black and white cookie Man, we're far off topic. I love it. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Enjoy Argentina. Are you kidding? Thank you, man. I I know you've interviewed like hero drummers of mine, so I feel like I'm I'm like the least qualified recording drummer. But I feel like if anyone's, I, I think everybody's you know, qualified at this point because everybody's anybody that's like figuring it out is qualified because it's just such a it's such a cool subject that's like endless you know everybody has insights that like other people don't you know what i mean yeah well i'm i'm really enjoying it i guess yeah um if you're if you're someone out there listening that doesn't think you can play drums in your bedroom you're probably right <laughs> but you could uh, always knock on your neighbor's door and ask them what their favorite drink is and you may be surprised like me don't wear underwear the first time i mean do wear underwear but do wear underwear, but do what you do. Yeah. And uh, bring Sky Vodka and fucking go for it. Just, just, just ask. The worst they can say is, fuck no. Right. 
which is, you know, just be prepared for that. And then you're fine where you were anyway, already. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. And it's super cool. And I'm happy yeah. for you with all the stuff you're doing too. So thanks dude. Right on, man. Yeah. Have a great trip, dude. Thanks, man. All right. All right. See ya. Bye.